welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. Uh, today's going to be a fun little ditty. <laughs> I think I'm going to be able to wrap this sucker up pretty quick, but it's just kind of funny. So there are a couple of things at play here on this episode. Normally what happens is I'll get inspired or I'll get an idea or I'll hear a song or something. There's some sort of story or whatever that like bumps me up close to an idea. And I'm like, oh, I should do a podcast about that. So this episode, I believe I'm going to call something like can't always get what you want. <laughs> and I was thinking about this because on a recent podcast episode that I did, and I can't even remember which one at this point, but I know that I blurted out or said something like, and thank God, thank God there have been times in my life when I didn't get what I wanted, when I didn't get what I thought I wanted. And at the time, of course, of these like disappointments or these times in your life, and who can relate? Double A men hands, if there's ever been a time in your life when you really wanted something, whether it was you wanted the gig or you wanted the job or you wanted the girl or the guy or the person or you wanted, you were after something that you really just like deep down, like desperately thought that you wanted, you know? And there's a, a funny little meme or a little quote that always makes me laugh and friends always send it to me <laughs> with some sort of a note that's like, saw this and quote unquote, thought of you. <laughs> and the quote is, I just know I'll die trying to pet something I shouldn't. <laughs> I just know I'll die trying to pet something I shouldn't. So here's, here's the reality. When I see an animal, oh God, you guys, seriously, I, I could, I would probably rush out into traffic because I'm like, must pet, want to pet, want to pet the puppy, want to pet the kitty, want to see the bird, want to see whatever it is, whatever the little critter is. I'm like, I'm all in when it comes to animals of all kinds, shapes, whatever. And that's just true. I, I get this, like this pull in my body. And I'm like, I really want to do this. I really want to pet this. It can be a sign, the sign that says like, don't pet, don't pet the thing. And I'll just be like, oh, but I want to, <laughs> even though it could lead to my demise. Right. So, you know, I'm just being funny and making a joke about that, but think about the times in our lives when we really thought, and this is like a good moment for contemplation, right? Has there ever been a time in our lives when you thought this is something that I want? And then either you don't get it and you look back and you think, thank God I didn't get that. Thank God that relationship never happened. That job never happened. I didn't move. I didn't whatever, you know? 
And then there are times when we look back and we're like, we got the thing that we wanted, but then we realize in hindsight, it wasn't actually what we needed. It wasn't what we needed. <laughs> now we could always, you know, rewrite the story. We can always glean a lesson from it or a blessing or something where we can turn it right. I, I'm a pro at flipping the script and making, you know, like asking myself, well, what did you learn from this? Right. To make something valuable. But there are just times when I think back, there must have been a higher power that was working on my behalf <laughs> to, to keep me out of my own fucking way. You know what I'm saying? And so I was thinking about this and of course, um, one of, one of my, well, not of course, but you'll know why I said, of course, in a second, but there was a movie in 1983. There was a movie that came out called the big chill. Now, some of you, if you, if you're a loyal listener and you're younger, like I'm in my fifties, right. But if you're not in your late thirties, 40s or 50s, you might not, you'll be like, what is that movie? The movie, The Big Chill had this all-star cast. It was fantastic. I mean, it had so, Glenn Close was in there, Kevin Klein, Jeff Goldblum. Um, Kevin Costner was actually in it, but he, all his scenes got cut out, but it's a, it's a whole thing. And there's an iconic scene in that movie and it's the funeral scene. And this is kind of how the movie kicks off. You know, the movie kicks off with this group of um, college friends. It's now 15 years since they've graduated. Um, and you kind of see each of them getting the news that their mutual friend, Alex, is dead. He's committed suicide. You don't know that he's committed suicide until like later, but uh, if memory serves correctly, but you just, it's a montage scene of like different people getting phone calls. And then you see them all at the funeral. And one of the friends, a woman, I think her name is Karen, actually in the movie, she gets up to play the organ, the church organ. And all of a sudden you hear the chords, you hear the notes of the Rolling Stones can't always get what you want. And it's a fascinating thing. So it, the, the song is played and then you start to see these interactions between all these college friends. And of course, it's like this kind of like tongue in cheek, ironic thing. It's like somebody has committed suicide. And I'm not I'm not saying there's anything funny about suicide. I'm just saying I'm, I'm relating to the movie where this song, this rock and roll, quote unquote, rock and roll, like Rolling Stone song is being played on a church organ and you don't get what you want, right? Somebody has just killed themselves. They've just lost a friend. And so it's this, this really powerful kind of opening scene. And um, I'll never kind of forget that that scene and, and that song in particular has left such an impression on me. It left such an imprint on me. It's why it's one of my favorite movies, the depth of characters. And you can kind of see it play how everybody thought that they knew this guy, Alex. And really a lot of it is just pro projecting their own stuff onto who they thought he was. And I think we do that sometimes. We, we project ourselves onto these things outside of ourselves and we claim it as a, as a want. Like, I want this thing. I must have this thing. I won't be complete until I have this thing. And a lot of times the things that we think that we want, they're not actually what we need. And so to go back to the big chill, right? There's that, there's that, that one line, right? Where Mick Jagger is just singing. You can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. And then at the very end, he says, but if you try sometimes, you just might find you get what you need. And that for me has been such an incredible thing on my spiritual journey, because I think so often 
people people will will spend an inordinate uh, let's let's not use that word let's say an unhelpful amount of time focusing on the shit that didn't go right focusing on the times when they didn't get their way focusing on the times when their plan didn't unfold the way they wanted to and this is where we can have disappointment and bitterness and um I don't want to know. I don't know if I want to use the word depression, but we can certainly have that feeling of our wants and need, our wants and desires being um, suppressed or depressed, right? Pushed down. But if we can look back in hindsight, and I think this is one of the gifts of emotional maturity and spiritual maturity, is when enough time has passed where we have a little bit better um, vantage point, where we have a little bit more. Uh, distance between our disappointment and our pain and our suffering, and we get a little more wisdom. I think this is this is one of the gifts of time is it gives us some space to consider a different possibility or the fact that we got what we needed versus what we thought we wanted. And there have been so many times in my life, again, where I look back and I think, man, and I remember there was one time, right? Like the, here's a little story. There was this one time when I had an opportunity to, so the, remember Borders Books? You guys remember Borders Bookstore? <laughs> I was obsessed with Border, Borders Books. When I um, first left California and moved back to the East Coast, um, I had a series of jobs. And one of my jobs was I was a manager at Borders Bookstore in Concord. And I was what they called the community relations. I was the CIM, the community relations manager. So I was the one who would, this is when we used to have live music in the cafe. We used to bring in, and they still do, obviously, like book signings, book reading. So I was the go-between between the store and the artists. I also did other functions around the store, you know, like, you know, set up stuff, you know, uh, did inventory when the time came. once in a blue moon had to ring up at the register. That was not my strong point. <laughs> my thing was the people. I was really great at working with people who were like looking for books or pointing out where things are, organizing, like those kinds of things. But the relations part, the relationship part of me connecting readers with books and me connecting authors with book signings, me connecting musical artists with, you know, dates in the cafe. Like that was really my, my strong suit. And I really loved it. But because of that gig, I met a lot of authors. I met a lot of writers and I, and I loved local too, right? A lot of local writers. So at one point um, I met a local author and they worked for the union leader. Okay. Uh, you know, the newspaper, and I obviously was a writer. I was a storyteller. And I thought, but, but, and I thought, well, I'm, I want to go get this job. So they let me know, Hey, there's a job opening. Uh, I don't know if it was for a journalist. I can't quite remember what it was, but I know it, it involves some writing, but here's a fascinating thing. Well, I don't know if it's fascinating, but here's an interesting thing. Let me say this, even though I'm a writer, I'm not the fastest typist. And I always go back and I blame my high school boyfriend, Bobby Lefebvre, <laughs> because he sophomore year in typing class, he was in my typing class and I was highly distracted. I was highly distracted by his presence. So, you know, the whole ASDF, JKL colon or whatever, you know, like I know where to put my hands on the thing and I can actually type now without looking, but I will make a lot of mistakes still. 
And I've even bought, I don't look at, I know some people are going to hear this and people are going to send me suggestions. They're going to be like, Mavis Beacon teaches typing. I'm like, have had the program, whatever. I just have my own way now of the way that I type. But here's the whole point. There's a reason why I'm telling you about Mavis Beacon and Bobby LaFeb. <laughs> Like, and I have family members who could type like 93 words a minute. I'm just not one of them, right? I can actually type pretty fast, but there's going to be some typos. But part of the part of the gig, part of the gig at the union leader, you couldn't get the gig. You had to take like a typing test. <laughs> if you can imagine, I was like, oh God, when they told me, when they, I, so I go to the newspaper, I literally drive there. I go to the place. They meet me. I think they liked me. My personality was fine, whatever. But my skill set, you know, and I just was not a fast typist. And we had to take a series of like typing tests. And I was like, I'm melting. I'm melting. Like, that's how I felt. And I tried my best. And I knew like I knew leaving there. I was like, there's no way I'm going to get this gig. And not surprised. I didn't get the gig. But I do remember like my hat getting a little like like a little squished, like a little like and it was a little disappointed because it was something that I thought I wanted. Holy Jesus Christ on a cracker. Looking back, I am like, thank God. I did not end up getting that job. I think it would have just sucked the life out of me. I think it would not have been very good, um, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of different things, but I was just saying there have been so many times in my life, there have been relationships in my life that ended that were incredibly painful, like devastating, you know, like brought to your knees. And I look back and I think, thank God that uh, like, thank God that, 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 that did not continue. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> Which all leads me to when I've been thinking about this concept about how I have so much gratitude for the times when things did not go my way, <laughs> things that I thought I wanted to go a particular way and did not go my way. And so I wanted to invite you guys at home to also like, let's just take a moment of quiet, like a little moment of contemplation. And let's see if we can look back on our own lives and find these places that were transformed, transformed from a, a place of disappointment to gratitude, where now we have enough, uh, like I always think like, you know, I always say jokingly, and I and I, I say it jokingly, I'm not being hot on myself. I'm like a little bit of a knucklehead. I have a little, KK has a little bit of a thick skull. <laughs> sometimes takes me a few times to learn something. And so I look back now and I think, man, that took me a few times to learn that lesson. But I'm so grateful, even if at the time there were times in my life where something was really painful or that felt really awful or whatever. And now I can look back and say, oh my God, this was all moving me forward. This was all, you know, this was all for me. This was happening so that I could X, Y, and Z. And there's something really powerful when you're able to look at your life and look at the places where maybe it was like pivot or speed bump or that knocked me on my ass and then, and then look back and say, I now have appreciation for that moment. So I would love to hear from some of you guys at home. You know, if you have your own story of that, 
and and or you know even if you don't just double a men hands me send me send me a comment and just say yeah listen to this episode and double a men hands i have a story like that too but the reason why it's wicked funny is when i start to think upon an idea or a subject or a podcast episode or whatever um it usually will happen in like a, a little like you know how like what do they call bunches of grapes or clusters like a little cluster so here i was kind of thinking about that meme right i'm just gonna die i just know i'm gonna die petting something <laughs> that i shouldn't so me going after something that i want that i really don't need to be doing would not be helpful for me and then i stopped thinking about the big chill so i remember i was running errands i had to go to the post office i was sending one of my one-to-one -one clients a surprise and delight in the mail and as i'm leaving the post office i pull up behind this car at the lights and i'm parked behind this car and this happens all the time i always say spiritual team right your divine helpers whatever you want to call it the universe will find ways to talk to you Sometimes it'll be through a song. It'll be through a book that you pick up. It'll be um, another person will say something. You'll overhear something. You'll see a license plate, whatever it is. Well, my spiritual team also talks to me through bumper stickers. <laughs> so the car in front of me, as I'm kind of thinking about this, because sometimes like a podcast idea is just a little tickle. Like I can't quite pull it together. I'm not sure what the thread is yet in the story. Um, and then all of a sudden I'll get a little piece of needed information or a little inspiration or I'll, I'll, all of a sudden, like, it'll be like, oh, like the clouds are padding and like, so all of a sudden in front of me, you guys, I see this bumper sticker and this is what it says. And I'm still like, I just laugh and laugh and laugh. I'm still laughing about it right now. So those of you who are watching this episode on YouTube, I'm going to hold up. If you're watching the video, I'm going to hold up the bumper sticker. So you're going to see it before everybody else who just listens. But I will tell you, obviously, loyal listeners, what I'm holding up so you can experience it. So I pull up and on, on the car in front of me, there's an orange, let me describe it. There's an orange bumper sticker. <laughs> and in black bold letters, this is what it says. It says, protect me from what I want. <laughs> protect me, protect me from what I want. And I just thought, dear Jesus, isn't that so true sometimes? Oh my God. You know, there's all kinds of sayings like, you know, if your heart desires it, what your heart desires, then, you know, you got to follow that. It's in you. You know, if the dream or the assignment or the words come to you, it's for you, do the thing, whatever. And sometimes we need to just like, calm down. We just need to fucking calm down and relax when we start to chomp at champ. It's champ at the bit. Did you know that? Did you know it's not chomp at the bit? It's champ at the bit. I'll never forget when I learned that look it up. I was like, what is happening? I always thought it was chomp at the bit. It's champ at the bit. So when, when we're starting to get emotionally like addicted, like emotionally, like putting our hooks into something, when we start to try and like claw, like in a desperate kind of a way, that's usually a sign that something, something is at work and it's not your highest self. I always think about like, People often ask me when, when they become like Course in Miracles students or whatever, they'll say, how do you know the difference between listening 
for spirit or Holy Spirit or my higher self or whatever the part of me is, I jokingly always say that's not insane. How do I know what the voice of that when I'm listening to that versus the voice of the ego, right? And I often say, well, the, the ego will often make us feel like rushed, hurried, stressed, anxious, demanding, like it's like it's a different feeling. Like to me, when I'm experiencing um, inner awareness or call it the voice of God or Holy Spirit or whatever, whatever people want to call it, right? I always call it like I get word impressions. That's how it feels to me. Like I just have a sense of like, yeah, it's just a feeling, right? It can be a feeling that I get. But usually I'm always like, well, spirit or Holy Spirit, um, it doesn't feel desperate or anxious. It feels like it's peaceful and it's calm. And it's like, yeah, this is the thing that I got to do. It doesn't mean that the thing that you got to do is always wicked easy right? Doing the quote unquote right thing or the highest, like, like if the, if the angels of your higher nature, as they say, were making the decision, it doesn't always mean that thing's going to be easy, but there's a sense of like solidness. I feel like, like a knowing like, yeah, this isn't going to be easy, but I know this is what I need to do. There's like, there's a piece that kind of comes over you. It's like, yeah, this is the play when we feel like kind of that, like that desperate or whatever. So this whole thing, like, protect me from what I want. When you start to get a bad case of the wants, when it starts to feel a little like, uh, right, just pay attention to that. Because it could actually be like a pre sign of like, oh, I'm going after this thing that I think that I want, because I'm doing it from a place of lack or scarcity or a lack of self love or, or whatever right? Versus I'm doing it. Let me say it this way to make it short. I'm doing it from a place of fear. I'm wanting from a place of fear rather than being ready to receive from a place of love. So getting what I need versus getting what I want, or I think I want. Sometimes we get both what we want and what we need. And man, isn't that some miraculous shit when that happens, <laughs> when it all lines up and we get both. So you guys, I hope you can relate to this. I hope you got had a, self, a little a little chuckle like I did when I saw that. Protect me from what I want. Double amen hands. Truer words, man. Truer words. Sometimes not spoken. That That is like, like re real deal. And um, if you now are moving through the world with a little bit of gratitude about something that you didn't get what you want, man, I hope this I hope this episode landed in your heart as well. Um, so just thank you so much, you guys, for listening, uh, for being a part of my community. I appreciate you so much. Getting to uh, connect with you in this way is always a pleasure. And I always hope, obviously, that you are getting something that you need from it as well and not just something that you think that you want. May this podcast episode somehow serve you. Uh, in a greater way. So just thank you so much. And as I always end my, my thing. So, oh, I should say this, right? If you like this show, if you dig this show, like it somewhere, leave a great review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to this sucker, share it with a friend. I always say, if you're getting something from this show, and like I said, whether it's what's, you have a chuckle, you learn something, you look at something differently. It just, I always say, my, my greatest hope is always to either educate elevate, enlighten, or entertain. And if one of those things is happening consistently, 
please share this show with somebody that you love. Because I, I guarantee if you're getting something from it, something valuable, something helpful, then they will too. And it's how I also kind of help the show to grow and to land in more ears and more hearts, more homes, more inboxes, um, so that you know we can make a difference in the world somehow. So it's just kind of fun also. I, I mean, I always think it's great when I get, um, and maybe you're like this too, but I always think it's fantastic when I get an email from somebody or a text message from somebody with a podcast link or a picture, or uh, I get a little something in the mail and they said, I was just thinking of you. I heard this and I thought of you. I saw this and I thought of you. One of the greatest ways that we show love, you guys, is by paying attention. And when we pay attention to what we're taking in and what we're seeing, what we're hearing, if it makes us think of somebody else, I usually say that's like a sign. So tune into that intuitive hit. And so if you ever listen to one of these episodes and you think, oh, I should send this to, to Carol or to you know whoever, John, <laughs> uh, then, then trust that instinct and do it. And just thank you for inviting uh, new people into my world as well. I appreciate it so much. So wherever you go, may you leave yourself. May you leave the people you encounter, the animals that you may meet. May you leave the environment better than how you first found it. May everybody and everything be happier for your ass having been there. <laughs> wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Bye. guys thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the karen kenny show <laughs> i super duper appreciate your time friendship and support and look if something that i shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours i'd love to hear about it so please tag me on facebook or instagram or ig stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. -E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.